Blog Talk Radio. Uh, 
um, not putting up with drama. Right. We were just and half stepping men. Yeah. I mean, to me, it's, it's time out for foolishness. Like, you know, you got to start from somewhere. And I think this is a year where I think a lot of people are not going to put up with a lot of drama. They're not going to put up, even with boyfriends, friends, mm-hmm. family, just anything in general. You know, it's time for a new start, a new thing. You know, it's 2011. And, you know, I, I'm me personally. I'm looking to focus on the positive. Uh, I want to get my career going. I got a lot going that I want to um, start, and I just I can't. And it, it, if it costs, you know, if I need to leave certain people alone, I'm, I'm going to do that. You see what I'm saying? So you know, it, it's one of those things you got to make up in your mind that you go, that you're going to do what you have to do and stick with it, right? Mm-hmm. So, so well, we're going to go to a quick song And when we come back We're going to uh, come back with you With some um, news Like I told you We're going to talk about um, the Nicki Minaj and Lil' Kim B And we're going to talk about Jasmine Sullivan Leaving the music game Which that really shocked me um, Tina Marie We're going to do a tribute to her uh, we got a lot. we got a lot to do In an hour and a half So uh, keep it locked and uh, we will be back after this song. I'd like to send my love out to the late Tina Marie. We love you. I want to send my blessings out to the wonderful Aretha Franklin. Queen! The Queen of Soul. Yeah, yeah. We're going to keep it classy. Don't fall. What up, I see you, baby
All right, we are back. And um, that was the new remix to Lay, Lay Your Head on My Pillow featuring Miss Patty and uh, Miss Lloyd. I mean, Mr. Lloyd. Was I right the first time? Mm-hmm. Okay, anyways, moving along. Moving right on along. I ain't trying to get in trouble tonight. Well, um, I guess I want to start off with the Nicki Minaj uh, and Lil' Kim beef. You know, the saga continues, honey. The drama never ends with those two. And um, I got something for y'all to listen to now. Uh, recently, a few days ago, I guess doing a little New Year's little dash or something like that, you know, Lil' Kim and, uh, you know, May J. Blob was on stage together. And, you know, they was rocking out. You know what I'm saying? They was rocking out. And, you know, Lil' Kim put it out there. Hey, you know, I, I, I ain't messing around in 2011. You know, I'm not going to put up with, the, you know, I ain't doing it. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, but she called out Miss Keisha Cole, too. And I was like, whoop. You know, I didn't know it was that deep. You know what I'm saying? But, uh I'm going to go to this clip, and then we, when we come back, I'm going to get your opinion from that, Ms. Deanna, because I know you got something to say. I really do. We talked about this earlier. So uh, we're going to go to this clip real quick, if I can find it. Okay, wait a minute. No, I got too much stuff on here. Wait a minute, girl. Well, I thought I had it on here. Nicki Minaj time. Well, pretty much I'm going to give you the, the gist of it. They was in the nightclub, you know what I'm saying? And uh, pretty much she called her out, you know what I'm saying? She said, I ain't messing around with you in 2011. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not, you know, I said, you got the two queens right here. You got the queen B, and you got the queen of hip-hop and soul. You know what I'm saying? So... What do you feel about this whole entire Nicki Minaj beef? How now Keisha Cole's in on it, you know what I'm saying? How do you feel about that? Mm-hmm. You know, I am speaking the drama. It's 2011. It's time to grow up and move along. Right. You just need to let it go. Seriously, you know, we do not need to be childish about things. We need to be adults. About being. Well, my thing is, this is what this is what I'm tripping off of. Like y'all sitting up here being so disrespectful, and like my thing is, is like these people paved the way for you. Mm-hmm. Like especially, you know, Keisha Cole. She's trying to be like Mary J. Blige as far as I'm concerned, but she ain't paying homage. Now you sitting up here got little, you know, got Nicki Minaj. She ain't trying to pay homage to Lil' Kim. So I'm just like saying, where's the respect, you know, for the old school? That's my biggest thing. I mean, I could be wrong, but that's how I feel about it. Because if you, yeah, you're right, because if, if it was no Lil' Kim, it wouldn't be no Nikki. If it was no Mary J, it wouldn't be no Keisha Cole. So. Right. And I, and I think that, you know, today we kind of lost that we kind of lost that respect for the old school, you know. Like, and I'm just like, I'm I'm so over it. Exactly. I'm really over that. 
So I just I really wish that was Pasha's beef because it is really getting played out. It's getting old. It's getting tired, you know. And pretty much, Nicki Minaj is still doing her thing, so you ain't stopping her, and she ain't stopping you. So you know what I'm saying? Y'all y'all need to get back to making the music. You know what I'm saying? Because this whole beef is getting like okay, it's like McDonald's French fries because like. Once I get done with McDonald's French fries, I don't want to rehash that shit. I don't want to heat it up again because it's just not the same. It's just like bland. So I'm like, I need y'all to either rock out together or y'all just need to squash it. Come on, man. What you say? I said be women about the situation. Seriously. All this back and forth stuff, you know, it's just... I don't know. It's kind of lame. It, it really is. It's really lame. Yeah, but teaching, you know, the girls that's coming up, that's coming up nowadays is watching y'all. You ain't teaching them nothing because you're teaching them that you know, drama still exists. You know, keep doing what y'all doing. You know, and I, I don't, I don't get it. You know. I, I mean, you know, it ain't no difference from the big and two pop drama. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Because me, I like all of them, and I wish, you know, they all would get along, you know, but it's so crazy how people get so jealous of other people because they shine better than you. I mean, come on now, y'all all making, y'all all in the music industry. So, right. <laughs> well, see, my thing is, this is how I feel about it. It's like, it's already not that many female MCs in the game, like right now, currently. You know what I'm saying? So, like, for y'all to be sitting up here arguing and feuding, going back and forth, you know what I'm saying, back up, making a spectacle out of yourself, I think it's it's a shame. When y'all need to be collaborating. Exactly. Because they know the men already are dominating them, you know. So y'all are giving them exactly what they um, want. And, like, you know, females can't accomplish nothing. They say that's how they be thinking. Like, you know, a female rapper can't. She probably what? Make you know, be out for five years, and then you know the next five years you only get here from her again. Right. So I mean, you know, I mean, I I I'm, I agree with you. I think that she's going to be irrelevant, and she's going to be not around in five years. So you know, while you sitting up here trying to front. And trying to, you know, act a fool and think that you young. You talking about how she old and she's a has been and this, that, and the other. But, girl, you going to be in the same situation here in about five years. You know what I'm saying? That's always somebody coming up taking somebody else's spot. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? But I don't know. I mean, do you got anything else to say on that? No, I'm just I'm just sick of the the drama. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. you know I'm not. I mean, like stop, I said, I'm not gonna stop by I want to hear music. I don't want to hear drama. That's that's how I feel about it. 2011. I don't want to hear the mu- I don't want to hear the drama. I want to hear the music. If you're not putting nothing out hot, if you're not putting out nothing that you know that I want to go out and pay my money to support, then I don't want to hear it. I know all that. All that man is you all beefing against her. How about you put that in some music? That's yeah, what I'm I know. saying. So loud, you know. 
sell out the, you know, the club scene, sell out the stores, you know, with all that drama y'all talking about. That's how I feel about it, girl. But we're going to move right on along because I'm just like, yeah. God, this, this, this is all this tired and late. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, I'm going to need y'all to just get it together. Like, y'all already black females. Y'all already are the disadvantage in this country. You know what I'm saying? And y'all sitting up here dividing, you know, you know, have Did all this division. What they want? What'd you say? I said give the white people what they want. Well, I mean, I guess you could look at it like that. Because y'all but, making, making everything Y'all some back and forth, well, back and forth with each other. Y'all was real cute. Yep, and then you just making them, you just pretty much um, justifying the stereotype. You already, They already think that we are so violent and we're so divisive anyway. So, you know, like when, people, when you do stuff like this, it pretty much the country race and stereotype. So I don't know. Alright, next on the list I want to hit on Jasmine Sullivan quit the music game. Now have you been uh, following that a little bit? Do you know much about that? You know what, I don't but it didn't shock me. But but you something's not right. She says for personal reasons, but I think it's more than that. Because how do you put out a hot CD? You just put the CD out. You get interviews. You you know you you know getting all these TV gigs and stuff like that. And all of a sudden that you quit. You post this uh, message on Twitter telling everybody that you're going to be quitting the music game because of the pressures of the industry and this that and the other. So, I mean, I know you had a theory on that. Yeah, not to, you know, I think it's something going on behind the scenes that we don't see, you know. Right. Because how to be quick, it's something deeper than that, you know. Something way deeper than that's how to be, you know, just be backing out like that. Because most people can't even get out of their contract when they find one unless they go to court. So, you know, I'm just like... <laughs> But my thing is, do you think, um, I know you, you mentioned something about you think, because you know how the Illuminati, once you get in the game and you start getting successful, do you think that they have something to do with that? You know, it, that could be too, you know, because it's hard when you sign those contracts and, you know, you get in that, you know, <laughs> in Illuminati or whatever, well, I it's mean, out of because they trying to, you know, steer you towards the toward the wrong, you know, path and some people just ain't trying to go down that path. Right. Some people do got integrity. That's why you see I think you see a lot of one hit wonder sometimes because a lot of people they do well and mm-hmm. not to think that they can't put nothing else out there. I think once you reach a certain plateau of success, I think that you are confronted with um, underground societies and groups mm-hmm. of people that want to steer you in a negative way where you almost have to sell your soul. And some people ain't going to go down. It ain't going down like that with some people. And they just like, you know, I ain't doing that. You know, cause, come on now. You can say jumping. 
people need to understand is and they need to be acknowledged about these things because you ain't just getting up in no industry, you know, just you know, one day you wake up and you are a famous singer or a rapper. It don't work like that. Trust and believe. Even yep, like yeah, you right. Uh, even even in Hollywood, like my, the, the, the say, it takes it takes work, it takes hard work, it takes dedication. Okay, yeah, we all know that, but it takes something else. You got to get up and through them doors too, and don't just be feeding Girl, up to death. I mean, but you know that's that's the name of the game. Even in Hollywood, well, Hollywood, like as far as movie actors and actresses, you have to almost sell out. You got to sell your ass, sell your behind, bend over, <laughs> pretty much. And, and, and you know, and it's, it's almost one of those things where you got to give something to take. Cause there's a whole lot of people out here that are talented, but um, if you're not giving up something, you're not getting through them doors. And then it's one of those things too. If you ain't giving right, if you, if you ain't giving nothing up, you're gonna get blacklisted. And ain't nothing in life for free. <laughs> and that is. So, so I, have, I don't, I, you know, I think, I, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think it's really sad that Jasmine Sullivan, you know, as young as she is, and she has the world, you know, like at her fingertips right now. She just wants to give all that up. But, but do you think it's any of our business as fans to know why she's getting out of the game? You know. Because I was watching, I was watching some video on YouTube, and these people, you know, these two uh, people on the Scorpion show, Michael and Mikael, they were well, I'm sorry, Kevin and Mikael, I'm sorry, they were debating on like, if I'm a fan, I should know why you getting out the game. I had to, I had the right to know at least. And then the other one was debating. I said, no, if she. You know, wants to get out of the game for personal reasons, and she wants to make her. You know, she wants to work on herself. Then that's her right. She don't have to tell nobody. Mm-hmm. But you know what? But, so it, it's not only her. You know, yeah, she didn't. She pulled out the game. But you know, Bowwow was even talking about. You know, he not the game. You know, he wish he just was never. You know, wish he never got. You know, this far. You know, he wish he just have a. You know, a regular job or whatever. And so something's definitely going on behind the scenes that we're not seeing for, you know, these people to be because doing for, our thing. Yeah, because for these people to give up, like, doing what they're doing, you know, and they and they have all this success, it makes you wonder if there's somebody out here, you know, offering these people or giving these people an ultimatum, like, either you do this or you do that or you ain't going to be in the game. I know, because it would be sad for, you know, them to be like, a, you know, you have all these fans that look up to, to look up to, to them, and you know, all of a sudden they like quit, and you know, you got one of them talking about, you know, committing suicide, you know, and it's just, you know, what's really going on behind the scenes that we not seeing, and of course they're not gonna right. tell us, of course not. Yeah, you're right. You are right. So, but it's probably like a about what's going on, so we are definitely not, we're definitely smart about what's going on, trust me, most of us. Well, this is my thing. You notice any artist that come out, they come out one way, 
but you know they success uh, successful, but then all of a sudden they change it up on you at a certain point. Mhm. It, it's almost like they were influenced by somebody. Mhm. So I, I do believe that there is such thing as the Illuminati. Mm-hmm. And you can go, you know, like you can research that stuff now, and you know, I think there's some truth behind that. I think it is too, because if you if because you they really control the entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. And people definitely need to look that stuff up now, seriously. Because once you start especially reading about that stuff, looking it up, you will be like, "Dang, you know." Especially, this stuff, especially if you're trying to get into entertainment, or you you got a child that wants to get into entertainment. You better be careful because that's some people out there that want to turn your children out. Mm-hmm. And even though you know yeah. maybe some of it's not all true, but most of that is true. I don't care what anybody say. Most of that is true. Uh-huh. You can just sit here and you can just I'm look. Like, the things that they're saying are definitely true. Well, I think it's some truth in it. It is. I definitely. It may not be as dramatized as some people make it out to be, but I think there is some truth in that. So, I don't know. But, uh, yeah. But speaking of that, uh, we were just talking about a little bow wow. We're going to take a oh, quick little music break. Right. <laughs> What'd you say? I said it's not a little bow wow no more. It's bow wow. Ain't nothing ain't no, ain't no little about that. Mm. Well, we're going to go to a quick music break, and we're going to come back, and we're going to talk about this beef between Lil Bow well, quote-unquote Lil Bow Wow and Raz B. Now, you know we talked about that on the last show. Oh, we really in there, Girl, and, I, and you know, at first I kind of sympathized with Raz B, but I think now he is starting stuff, I think. Well, he also fights stuff, I think so. Put it out there, you know, these are things that are definitely happening. I believe, you know, maybe all of what he's saying is not true, but I believe most of what he's saying is definitely true. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Because ain't no damn yeah. girl now. Ain't no way he's going to just come out and be like, you know, I done got us in my booty, someone so done sucked somebody's penis. Come on now. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, come on now. Just come on now. Yeah. He's going to be coming out saying well, stuff like that. Well, mm. I'll tell you what, we're going to continue this, uh, discussion right after this song because we, we're at the 30 minute mark so I want to um, go to a quick song. I'm going to take out back a little bit. Um, we're going to play a little Angie song because you know this is the new year you know what I'm saying. We're trying to do a positive thing so we're going to go to um, Angie song No More Rain because you know this year I don't want no rain clouds hovering over me. All right, now. I don't want no rain clouds hovering over me because I'm trying to do a big thing do bigger and better things this year. So we're going to go to this song, and then we're going to come back, and then we're going to discuss the Raz Beef. Um, beef. And um, we got a couple more things that we need to discuss. I really want to get to this Tina Marie. Um, we might close out this uh, show with the Tina Marie uh, tribute because we got to show homage. And we got to pay respect when respect is due. So we will be back after this.
get with it, and get with the program. Hello. <laughs> Like I said, like we said in the last show, 
Nobody's going to sit up here and just make that up, you know. And for him to be um, lashing out at people the way he did, I feel that um, there was some abuse involved. I mean, me, I think he should have been lashing out to people that harmed him, but he shouldn't be lashing out to people that didn't do anything to him. Yeah, they might didn't come out and speak about it like you did, but they don't have anything to do with, with you, you know. You should have only been going after the people that, you know, have something to do with what happened to you. You know, they were they were victims. Like you were victims. They didn't do anything to you, so I don't understand why you're lashing out at them. But it makes him look bitter, though. Like, he needs to get, he needs to go, I don't know, at this point, I don't know if he thinks this is therapy by going on YouTube and just putting out this crazy stuff out here because he's looking like a freak. I mean, I'm not trying to be mean, but he's looking like a freak right now. And I don't know yeah. if this is his way of dealing with it, but he needs to go get some help. Like, he don't need to be on YouTube exploiting himself. He's in Kentucky, seriously. You're, you're just not going about it in the right way. Because I don't want, people are calling you, you know, he, they, he's probably got the name gay now, you know. People probably call him all kind of, you know, gay words. But, you know what, to me, it takes a lot for you to come out and be like you were molested, you know, right. and that these people did this to you, you know. See, I don't want to take that from Yeah, I got to respect him for that. And I don't give a damn how long it was and how long it happened. I think justice still still needs to be served, you know, if that means somebody needs to be locked up. Because, first of all, he still was a child when all this was going on. So, yeah, people do need to be locked up and convicted. Yes, they do. Yeah, you're right about that. Just like I think even with that Bishop Eddie Long situation, you know, now they're trying to sweep that under the rug. You know, but really that stuff needs to be kept at the surface because people need to know that this stuff is going on. Exactly. You know, and I'm still, and I, I blame the parents because for your child to be going through that and for you not to know, it must be something really wrong with you too. Are you just seeing dollar signs or something? Uh, And I think most of the time I think that's what it is. Because ain't no way in hell my child going to be going through something like that. No way. I'm sorry. I, you know, I better not say that. I was going to say something on air, but I'm not going to say it. But I'm, I'm going to put it like this. You're not going to be my child like that, and then they, you're still going to be walking the streets. I'm sorry. It's um, not going to happen. You the words right out of my mouth. You, you're, you're not going to be walking. Right. You're not gonna, I'm going to put it like this. You won't be walking the streets. And wherever direction you want to go with that, you can take that direction wherever you want to go. But I'm going to say what I got to say, and I'm going to keep it, you know, I'm going to leave it to the imagination. You, if I had a child and you molested my child and you took advantage of my child, you would be walking the street. And, and it's so crazy to me because a parent don't know your, you don't know your child. You know when your child is not happy when something is going on. Come on now. You they should know something I mean, I get it. I mean, seriously, like, is dollar signs more important to, me, to you than your child? Because I don't get it. I really don't. Well, you know that's the society we live in today. Yeah, if, if it ain't making money, they don't give a damn about it. Well, I guess. And that's the sad truth. Can be me with you. I just don't have no respect for uh, uh, any parent 
that would just drop their kids off with a stranger and expect mm-hmm. them to do right by their kids. You don't know these people. And take advantage of your child. I don't know. It's sad. But speaking of children, I got another story we're going to go right into, and I really want you to tell me what you think about this story. We're going to play this clip, and when we come back, we're going to discuss this. Because I just can't believe um, today children are getting to the point to where they have no respect for their parents, and they just feel like, you know, they want to kill their parents. And I just don't understand how this is. So I want you to listen to this clip. We're going to come back, and we're going to discuss what you heard. A 10-year-old Ohio boy is behind bars for allegedly fatally shooting his mother. He was charged as a juvenile with murder after investigators say he told a neighbor about the shooting. 46-year-old Deborah McVeigh was found dead with a single gunshot wound to the head. The boy's attorney says he's still sorting out the case. We don't have enough details at this point for me to tell you. We don't know whether it was intentional, accidental, nothing at this point. So. The prosecutors say McVeigh's death was no accident. Authorities say they went to the house in Big Prairie after a neighbor called to say McVeigh's son had come to her home claiming he had just shot his mother. Another neighbor says he's shocked. She was a good mother, and, and she worked and uh, helped with uh, handicapped, mentally challenged people and, and did a lot of good things you know, for people in the community and stuff. Prosecutors say they do not plan to try the boy as an adult. Brian Thomas, the Associated Press. Okay. Uh, first, first thoughts, what do you feel about that? What the hell? What he, first of all, my first thought is, why would you have a gun in the reach of your child anyway? Girl. Now, see, that information, I just wanted to fill the audience in now. That that information wasn't available in that clip, but the story behind that was that he did not want to do some chores that his mother told him to do. Uh, she told him to go get some logwood, and they somehow got into a conversation. First of all, it ain't going to be no conversation. It's not going to be no argument. Exactly. We're not I'm arguing. We're not, we, we're, we're, I'm your right. mother. you going to listen to me. We're not arguing like we some, you know, friends. I'm not, no, I'm your mother. You're going to listen to what I say. We are not going to be arguing and, so I guess, like, he wants to go shoot his mother. And to me, like, they, everyone was like, oh, he came from a, such a good family and this, that, and the other, and they had the best parents and this, that, and the other. First of all, what kind of parents, and I'm not trying to shed negative light on this situation, and I'm not trying to down the parents because it's, it's a sad situation, but why would you have those guns in the reach of that child? Why would you? Exactly. And, you know, and for that child to sit there and want to kill their parent, there has to be some mental illness going on in that child's mind or in that family. Mm-hmm. Because that's not normal for a typical 10-year-old to go and want to kill their parents. You know, I, just, I don't maybe, understand. Maybe he already has some things going on, you know, and, the, and she never, you know, got him help for those things, and he just, you know, all of a sudden snapped. He just got tired. 
And it, it makes me wonder that because, like, these days, these kids hold so much in, and everybody wants to sweep everything under the rug. Who knows? That child could have been abused. That child could have been anything. And some of these parents, they all they want to do is collect unemployment, sit on their behind, and uh, watch real, real Housewives of Atlanta all day. They want to sit up here and watch Jerry Springer all damn day, and they don't want to play no active role in that child's life. So when the child goes off and kills everybody and shoots up a school or does something like that, you want to wonder why what happened. I'm just still like, well, you know, you're so quick to lock him up, but you're not quick to sit down and, you know, try to figure out, you know, what's going on with him. You're just so quick to throw him in jail you know, and charge him as a juvenile, but you're not even trying to figure out what made him snap and do all these things. You're not trying to do that. You're just so quick to just throw him on in there. That's people for you. It's a sad, I think it's a really sad day when um, you, you turn on the news and you start hearing, Children killing their parents Not teenagers but children And if they kill their parents There's something going on that people are not seeing As well too for these kids to just be snapping And killing a parent You know It makes you wonder Was there some abuse in the home Or what was it Oh yeah they was good parents Oh yeah for what you seen out When you were out yeah but you don't know What's going on in that household Telling you. So something definitely has been going on for him to just kill his mom. Come on now. For him to just snap like that, something was going on. Well, see, you'll never know, we'll never know the entire picture, though. Not because they don't sit down and they don't ask questions. They just so quick to lock him up. Like that's going like to make him even any better by you just locking him up. You're right. You're right. That's going to make him even more crazy. Say, yeah, you lock him up right now. He get out when he's 22. What you think he going to do when he get out? He's going to be, and I'm saying, when them kids get up in the system, they become bitter, they become angry. And when they come, like you said, when they come out, they're going to be a menace to society. You think you got troubles now. I don't get it. I really don't. Cause I'm still like, and I'm still like lost because I'm like, why would you have these are things you people talk about on TV every day? Why would you have guns in reach of your children? I, I don't really get that. I just feel that's just stupid. Why would you have a gun in reach of your child? I don't. I don't know. I guess people, you know, people might argue. Well, we live out in the country, and this, that, and the other, and you know, we, my ass. <laughs> Ain't no way. I'm telling you. And that's why I said, like, we need stricter gun control in this country. Yeah, why would you not have it in a gun case or something anyway where he don't know the combination or he can't even get in there? Something, sweetie. Yeah. People probably right. don't give us I- the comments of what we say. Okay, you know, yeah, I'm sorry about all that, you know, yeah. But come on now. 
That was just dumb. You know, God rest her soul, but that was just dumb. Seriously. Yeah, what were you? What the fuck you thinking? Where were you wearing? Well, I just, I just, I don't understand it. I just, I really don't understand it. But I just wanted to bring that that story up because you know a lot of people don't realize that uh, this is a this is a big problem. You know, especially these guns getting into these young people's hands. They don't, you know, and it's it's just it's it's becoming a really bad problem. Yeah, because parents are they. They are lacking in parenting skills. You know, if you don't sit down and talk to your child, you want to so you so busy trying to be your child's friend instead of the parent. And that's what really gets on my nerves. You don't even take out the time to ask your child what, what happened in school, what you do today. You know, how was your day or something like that. You just don't care. So some of these children just need to let me shut up. I don't even go there because I'm not trying to. Endorse violence. I think some of these kids need a good old fashioned butt whooping. Don't get me wrong; some of them do, but I think whoopings are all whoopings are not always right. the good child because that can make them even worse than what they are now. I mean, it just depends on the child. Mm, I think, yeah, you definitely need to discipline your child. Don't get me wrong, but whoopings are not always the answer. Yeah. But some children, they're so bad, and I believe that, too. I think some children are so bad, ain't no time out going to help them. That's because I yeah. think when they, get to the, when they get to the point where they're just so bad, that's because they parent, like I said, lacking to their parenting skills. Just gave up. They don't care. Yeah, you're right. Yep, you got a point. Because you don't want to do nothing with your child. You let your child sit in the house all day, not do nothing. You know, you don't want to you don't want to get them involved in no, no you don't want activities with them, and then you expect them to grow up and be this special doctor or lawyer you want them to be. But how can they be that if you never do anything with them? Like you yep. happen with You're the right. work, you never take out your out your out your time to to help them do anything. It's just you know I don't like that because I see some of that going on around me, and that just really tear me off sometimes. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But, I mean, that's just something that, I, you know, I just wanted to, you know, put in the minds of, you know, people out there as far as disciplining your children. Because if you don't discipline, and this is, what, this is what I always say, the system won't let you discipline your children. But yet, if if, if the state gets custody, of your child, your child's gonna end up getting beat, molested, abused, because I've heard of so many stories in these foster homes or these these little um, little places where you know the state takes custody of these kids, and they gonna do what they want to do with your kids, but you can't. And I'll be dying if somebody gonna tell me something I pushed out. Don't try to tell me how I'm gonna raise it. You're not gonna do that. You're just not. Yeah. You're not. Well, it's, it's sad. It's really sad. 
And that's why, you know what kills me? Because them same ones that be trying to take your kids, them be the ones with the badass kids. Yeah. That's what I'm blowing everything up. And, but see, check this out. Them be the ones that's doing it, or them be the ones that ain't got kids and going to tell you how to raise your kids because you don't know the first thing about being no parent yourself. Exactly. How are you gonna tell me how to raise mine? But yeah, we're gonna move right along because this is a, this is one of those situations. It's just it just is really depressing, you know. Yeah. So, um, next thing I want to hit on is did you hear about Gucci Man and Waka Flocka getting locked up? Not my boyfriend, Waka Flocka. Are you for him? No, let me stop. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what? I heard about that situation. I heard about, like, the feds or something, like, going into his house or something like that, raiding his house or something. But they found, like, somebody other than him. Bottom line is, I'm going to need these hip-hop artists slash entertainers, because that's all they are, entertainers. They just they jokes, but I, I'm gonna need them to live a better life. I mean, you got all this money, and like doing all these concerts, you going all these places. You know, why are you still in the need to do all this crazy stuff still? Because it's to show you, money don't change people. That's why I said it's a lifestyle. They gonna still be the fools that they was born to be. I said you like you said you can put a damn tux on a damn hog and a stupid damn hog with a tux on. And that's what I'm saying. It's not gonna it's not gonna it's not gonna change their mindset. Mhm. Exactly. You can get them some millions. That still ain't gonna change them. They still gonna be the fools that they were already born to be. So and they gonna definitely do what they know how to do. You know, if that's selling drugs, what you think they're going to do? Stop selling drugs? Uh-uh. Oh. But, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's like you should have artists, man. It's just, it just makes me mad that I go to work every day and try to stay on the straight and narrow. And here these people, here these fools are, you know, making thousands and millions, and they, they they don't even care about it. Exactly. But you know, it's just, I, I don't know. It's just, to me, I, I think the whole situation is crazy, and then I think Walker Flocka's mom trying to take up to them, talking about, you know, it wasn't this, but it was bad, and blah, blah, Girl, bottom line is he shouldn't have been somewhere where he had no business being. And for you to sit up there and take up for him, that's why he's probably in the situation he's in now because you always trying to take up for him. Yeah, because you got to, at a certain point, you got to let him be a grown man. You can't always run after, you know, you can't always fight his battles for him. You got to let him learn as well, too, because he would never learn if you always there to fight his battles. Yeah, you're right. And what woman going to want him if you're there to fight his battles? I wouldn't want him. Yeah. Ain't nobody got time for that. Like me personally, I you know, I ain't got time for that mess. I ain't got time. And see, that's what I'm saying. I don't understand these women too. This and this leads me into a whole situation. I don't want to get off into a tangent because I know we still got to get to the Tina Marie um, 
tribute, but we're just going to wrap up the show. But uh, this gets to the topic, like, I don't see what these women want. These women must not want more. Like, because a lot of these women go after these men that's into this this fast-paced lifestyle where they're selling drugs, and, you know, and some of get pregnant by these men. So you got babies by these drug dealers. Yeah, and you, you and, know what? You hit that so right too. You said this fast uh, lifestyle. You know when you go in fast and you leave fast. And so if mm. you never can, you're never gonna be successful as a drug dealer, and we all know that. Girl, that's why I said you know. And the thing about it is, people get addicted to that money. It's like heroin. It's a drug. It's gonna eventually kill you, but it's so inviting or so tempting that you keep. You know, divulging in it until it cancels you out. I know, because we know money is the root to all evilness. So, yeah. and people are, I don't, I don't jump when I see dollar signs. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, you can't jump when you see dollar signs because really, okay, it's going to buy you some material things. That's good. You know, we all want material things, but. Really, is that money worth you having to live in fear? Having to sleep with a damn person? You getting your, you know, beat up, you know, your house getting broken into, you know, stuff getting stolen. Not even to see that, not even just to say that, you know, say you get shot up, you know, your house gets shot up, you know, you got your kids in there, whatever, because you dating some Negro that's selling drugs. I don't know. I just I don't know. Couldn't be me walking yeah. outside, you know, scared to go somewhere. No, I'm okay. Thank you, darling. Keep no more money. I said couldn't know, couldn't know. Okay, I can remember we on we on air, but it's <laughs> it's no person, ain't no ain't no Negro worth me. Ain't gonna come stepping to me and try to talk about you can make my life better. And I got to, you know, deal with you selling drugs or deal with my children, you know, having to worry about if somebody's gonna come. And uh, like you said, kicking my door, you know, this, that, and the other. Because, you know, you remember that, that situation that happened in Indianapolis about the Holy Street murder? Oh, yeah. Mm hmm. And that's a perfect excuse. I mean, perfect example of what I'm talking about. Mhm. Because that was just tragic. That was that was crazy. And for those who don't know about it, it's, it was these two girls. I think it was was it two girls or something like that. They it had their kids or something like that. Mhm. And and I guess some somebody came in there. It I was guess, more than one person. It was at least four of them, I think. About four of them, they came in and shot the shot the girls and their kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Why they were I don't. Right. And I don't think they ever found them either. They um. Yes, they did. They all got. They oh, got they, all of them. Mm-hmm. Oh, they did. I, I think one of them even had got the electric chair or something like that. If I'm not mistaken. I got that penalty. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That that was cold blooded. Because I never really heard much else about it after that. Or, you know. It was supposed to be going because they heard even some drugs over there or something. But it was far. What? 
fault. But that's why I just be saying you have to watch who you who you sleep with, who you date, you know, who you push your kids are by because you just don't know. People and people ain't gonna they gonna tell you what you wanna hear. Mhm. So you know, they gonna they gonna tell you all this stuff to get you caught up, and, mm-hmm. and then you draw on in. It's just not you. You can't raise your child up around something like that. Sorry, you just can't. Not cute. Well. Well, we're going to move right on along. we got about 25 more minutes um, left. I want to get to Tina Marie. And for those who don't know, um, our sister, our white chocolate sister, as I would call her, um, passed on about a week ago. And um, for those who don't know much about Tina Marie, I don't know where you've been. Um, You know, you must have been living under a rock. But, you know, I know people that are old and young that know her. And um, I think I have a clip on here. And we're going to go to this clip real quick. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about Tina Marie. And then I think we're just going to close out the, close out the show playing her music, you know, because I think that um, that would be a great way to end the show today. And uh, we're going to come back after, after this clip, and we're going to discuss uh, what we knew about her and, uh, and what she meant to the world of music. So uh, check this out and you'll come back. Tina Marie, the singer who was one of the first white Motown acts, has died. Her representatives say she passed away on Sunday about a month after suffering a grand mal seizure. The singer and songwriter was signed to the Motown label back in 1979. Tina Marie started her career with the late Rick James as a mentor. They went on not only to have a professional but a personal relationship that at times was turbulent until James died in 2004. Like James, Tina Marie battled drug addiction, which she later overcame. During her time at Motown, Tina Marie produced passionate love songs like Fire and Desire, as well as funk hits like Square Biz. Tina Marie returned to the recording studio and stage in recent years. She had appeared at annual events like the Essence Music Festival. Tina Marie was 54. Oscar Wells Gabriel, The Associated Press. All right, we're back. Just wanted to give you that clip. It was from the Associated Press. Uh, so let me let me ask you this: Was you surprised when you heard about her sudden death? I was actually, cause what I was doing, I was checking my um my um face, and all of a sudden I seen on the screen, it was like I passed on. I'm like, what? You know, kind of sent a chill through my body. I was like, wait a minute, you know, huh? Am I reading this right? Am I seeing this? You know. And it was right because everybody, everybody was calling me, and I was like, "Really? It was, it was crazy." And fifty-four years old is mighty, mighty, mighty young. And she looked good I, too. That's that's young. It is young. But but it's good to hear that somebody you know for a change didn't die from a drug overdose or. Exactly. You know, they died of natural causes. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, she 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 really made a lot of history, and a lot of people. Um, I don't think they give her enough credit because she was one of the first, like you said, like they said in that clip, she was one of the first um, uh, white people to be on Motown. Mm-hmm. And she, she had a pretty successful career, too. Mm-hmm. Did she, I could have been here for um, the Black Expo one year, if I'm not mistaken. Um, let me see. I thought she did. Or maybe I'm, you know, maybe I'm, maybe I'm. Well, uh, well, you know, I think she came for the the free concert. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that's probably what you were thinking about. Yeah, I think she did go for the free concert, didn't she? Yeah, because I think that when she put out that, like, I don't know if it was her last CD, but I know it was one of her last CDs that she came here to Indianapolis for the Black Expo, and I, I didn't get to go. But, um, you know, I, I, I'm going to put it like this. Even she was, even at 54, still putting out good music. Mm-hmm. And I want to say that I'm not sure about, I want to say that they say she was working on a new CD uh, at the time. And, um, and I guess, like they said, at the time she was, I mean, she, she's she been having seizures really bad. So I guess, you know, um, she didn't want to take her seizure medicine. This is from her, I heard from different reports that she, she stopped taking her seizure medicine because it made her depressed. And, um, and she just wasn't doing pretty well. She wasn't doing well on that medication, so she stopped taking it. And I think that's what... Um, Caused the seizures to start occurring, which led to her death. Well, I have to give it to her. She was one of the baddest white girls ever about. <laughs> oh yeah, honey, she she had one of them church voices. She she can take you to church, honey. Yes, she can take yeah. you back. I mean, it, it, it was just it was just awesome. I I there will never be <laughs> another three. There's there's not gonna be nobody like her. I said, honey. Uh, I don't care, Lady Gaga, um, Christina Aguilera, I don't think you can compare them to her. Yeah, they, you can't. I mean, these divas today think they're doing something. They, they're not doing nothing. She was the originator. She paved the way. And the thing I like about Tina Marie is, because I've heard... Um, Heard some. Um, she she used to come on the Times on the Morning Show a lot. She used to perform on there. And one thing I like about her is like she was that mother type. That she mm-hmm. she 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 uh, took in a lot of kids in her neighborhood, and her doors was always open to the kids in the neighborhood. And she would she mentored a lot of kids. And she was always about giving back. That's one thing that I've always respected about her. You know, um, and I, you know, like I said, I just, you know, want everybody to sit down and pray to that family because, you know, I think she had a 19-year-old daughter. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at 19 years old, you know, that's a lot to deal with. It is because you're so young. You're not even really going to phone. No. So, you know, it's just one of those things I just want everybody just to 
keep that family in prayer because that that's a lot for her to deal with. Mm-hmm. And then you have all the press and stuff coming around. And it, it, it's probably very overwhelming. And not just that. This can go out to, like, everybody who still have their mothers. You know, you be thankful that you still have a mother that's here breathing, you know, and just alive, you know. You know, hug her, kiss James, and tell her how much you love her and appreciate her in your life because you don't know what tomorrow might bring. Right, you know, and that's what I'm saying. You don't know tomorrow's not promising nobody. So, honey, you know, and, and you always hear that cliche here today, gone tomorrow. Exactly. But you can be here today and gone today. Because a lot of people do take things for granted, you know. Yeah, especially if you got a mother that's that you know that that's there for you, you know you don't take that for granted. You know, okay. you know you got to cherish the people that you got in life. Because I mean, I tell you, once they gone, they gone. And you know, a lot of times the reality, the reality don't hit you until you know. You don't realize how much you miss somebody or how much they do for you. Exactly. So, when they don't, you you had so much to say, but when they was here, you didn't have anything to say. I mean. Yeah. Well, I really want to, what I want to do before I go, I want to tell you guys about the um, the website, you know, how to get in touch with us. But I really want to close out the show playing some Tina Marie music. Because I just think that's that's very appropriate. And uh, and first of all, I just want to tell you guys, you can reach us on Twitter and um, get a hold of us for show updates and um, and the you know and stuff like that. And we're on Twitter.com/slash/ucofw, or you can check us out at MySpace.com/slash/ucofw. Or uh, make sure you hit us up on our YouTube page because we have a lot of stuff on there and a lot of good interviews and stuff like that. We even have some celebrities that we've interviewed in the past. Um, Really good information. Please check that out at www.youtube.com slash UCOFW. And just, just make sure you subscribe. And just support us and just let us know what you like about the show and what you want to see. So, um, DeAndre, you got anything else to add to um, what we've talked about today or yes. anything that you want to uh, tell the audience about? Yeah, I just want to, you know, give a shout out to her, to Tina Marie's family. You know, God bless her family. And, you know, the prayers, God bless them. And, you know, God bless just everybody. You know, it's a new year, and we need to be more respectful of each other. You know, respect right. each other's space and all that. You know, so just, you know, love one another. Just get along with one another because, like we were saying, you know, you're not promised tomorrow. You know, the people you don't tell you love them all the time. You know, call up and just tell them you love them because you never know when it's going to be their day. You know, and you know, That's happy new year to everybody too, because we haven't been on for a while. So yeah, we haven't been on for a while, and I just wanted to get on here and just really wish everybody a happy New Year's. I hope everybody's holiday went well, and I just hope that everybody uh, has a good start to the year, a positive start, 
And, you know, let's, let's, let's learn how to just get along with each other. Well, you know, let's stop hating, especially as a black community. We need to stop start learning how to love each other and support each other. You know, I hope that we can start that off right this year, you know, and just start, you know, being about business, you know, instead of all this nonsense. Let's get some stuff done instead of, Let's, let's get some stuff done out here instead of killing each other. Let's get some stuff done, you know. Let's 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 get our communities together. Let's get our children together instead of you know bickering and arguing and shooting and killing each other. Let's let's work on ourselves this year. It's 2011. It's time for a new start. So, I think that's a good place to stop on the show. We're going for the remainder of the show. We're going to play some Tina Marie music, and be sure to check this show out. If you want to download it, you can download it for free at blogtalkradio.com/slash/ucofw, um, or you can just listen to it, or you can go on iTunes uh, for your for our iPhone users. You can just go right to the App Store. I mean, to the iTunes Store and um, key search. UCOFW and you can download it for free or you can just listen to it. So, you know, just make sure you listen to this show. Um, listen to all our previous shows. You got you got eight more other shows to listen to now. Just don't, just don't listen to this show. Listen to our other shows. And we will be back here um, in the next week or two. Um, we just want to wish everybody a happy new year. And, uh, we're going to close the show out. You got anything else to say before we go to the music? Um, good night. <laughs> okay, because I'm about to go to bed after this. I am tired. But thanks. I want to thank everybody again for um, listening to us, and um, I hope you have a good night.
You know, it's funny how a man can change so quickly from a cold-blooded person thinking he's God's gift to women. Remember how I used to do that? <laughs> I must have been crazy then. Remember when you used to Please. 